ओम ज्ञान चिरन हस्य ज्ञानंजन शलाक चक्षु मिलितम येन तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः some of you may have been present today there is a function going on throughout the day today which appears to be it may appear to be against the principles of vaishnavism chaitanya mahaprabhu's most important instruction or the essence of all his instructions is well known chunadapi sunichaina tarolava sahishuna amalina manadaina kirtaniya sadahari you like to get the translation of that Yeah, you get the translation in Tamil. Ah. So it would appear that because I've been listening to people praising me all day, that this is against the principles of Vaishnavism. Bhakti Siddhant Saraswar Thakur addressed this dilemma in one of his Vyasa Puja addresses. He uh, taking the position of uh, a worldly person. he commented upon what such a person might see if they saw his vyasa puja ceremony and uh, who is this big animal from the zoo who is very carefully listening to his praises and appears to be uh, very happily listening to them which is against the principles of chaitanya mahaprabhu so bhaktis janasar thakur at least superficially agreed with that and he said that if a vaishnava becomes a guru then the first u in guru becomes dropped i'll explain that because he was speaking in bengali so if the u first u becomes dropped then it becomes guru which in bengali means a cow guru becomes a guru, guru. guru. the word guru becomes changed to guru which means cow so he said that just like that if a, if a guru thinks i am a guru then he becomes just like a big animal He said, "If a Vaishnava becomes a guru, then he ceases to be a Vaishnava, because a Vaishnava is supposed to be more humble than anyone. But the guru's position is he has to take the position of master." He said, "But on the other hand, if a Vaishnava doesn't become a guru, then how will the parampara continue? How will the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to deliver the conditioned souls continue?" So. On the one hand a Vaishnava should never become a guru because then it's difficult to be a Vaishnava but on the other hand if he doesn't become a guru then others can't become Vaishnavas but then again he will think well who am I to be a guru I'm not qualified to be a guru so Bhaktis Tansasar Thakur said that in this dilemma I presented my case to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that what am I supposed to do and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu replied जारे देखो तारे कहो कृष्ण उपदेश हमारा अज्ञा गुरु होया तारा इदेश रेवी यू गो हुएवर यू मीट इंस्ट्रक्ट देम इन द साइंस ऑफ कृष्ण एंड ऑन माय ऑर्डर यू बिकम अ गुरु एंड डिलीवर दिस मैन एंड देन यू मे थिंक वेल आई इट्स योर ऑर्डर बट आई एम नॉट क्वालिफाइड टू टेक इट अप आई एम आल्सो अ कंडीशंड सोल फ्लोटिंग इन दिस मटेरियल वर्ल्ड मे मे बी इट्स बेटर आई शुड जस्ट डू माय ओन भजन एंड देन आई कैन इवेंचुअली become krishna conscious but then chaitanya mahaprabhu replied again kobhuna badi bhaitomai ei bishoy taranga punarapi ei thai babe morashanda he said that if you simply take up this order in all seriousness to preach and be a guru then you will never be obstructed by the waves of sense gratification and you will meet me again at this very place means you will always be in my presence 
So Bhakti Sansar Thakur said that I considered this order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as received in disciplic succession through my Guru. And I consider that it is my duty to follow that, that uh, there may be people who don't like this, they don't like to see a person exalted above them and being praised. But Bhaktisdhan Sasar Thakur also explained about this, that it is the duty of the Guru to teach his disciples the Shastra. So in the course of teaching Srimad Bhagavatam, you'll come across the verse spoken by Lord Krishna, Krishna says that one should consider the Acharya to be as good as myself and never disrespect him in any way. One should never consider him an ordinary conditioned soul of this material world, but uh, one should consider him the sum total of all the demigods. So Bhaktisthan Sarsartako said that when I... When the Guru comes to this point, should he not teach this verse, the very words of Krishna? That is the duty of the Guru to teach the Shastra and not change it. Should he instead, instead of reciting this verse, should he instead say, give the Guru a few lashes with a whip? So he said, if I was to do that, then that would be insincerity. I may think that, well, I'm more fallen than the most fallen. I have been ordered to preach. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order. Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsar Thakur was also ordered by Bhakti Rod Thakur and by Gorki Shodas Babaji Maharaj to preach. So, uh, having received that order to preach and uh, be a guru, then I have to do that to the full extent. And he quoted a Bengali saying that if a girl comes to dance on the stage, then she shouldn't pull the cloth over her head. She should not, no. It's a bit of a funny saying, I'll explain it. That usually, see a young girl, at least, maybe not in South India, it used to be the culture here, so I'm told, but it's changed. If they come in public or in the presence of respect, respectable people, they'll cover their head with their sari That is to express some shyness and chastity. But of course, uh, shy and chaste girls, they don't dance in public on the stage. Although nowadays, things are different. Someone will be very proud if his daughter is a beauty queen. They know what it means. <laughs> so, if, you, if the girl comes to dance on the stage, it's already a posi- you're already in a different position of being shy and chaste. So if you, if you pull the veil, it's completely contradictory. So you've come to do something which is against the ordinary etiquette, so do it. It's a shameless position. It's a long word, huh? So in the same way, he was indicating that a guru is a shameless position. That instead of, actually you're supposed to be the servant of everyone, but you serve everyone by telling them, do this, don't do that, you rascal, nonsense, fool, etc. (laughs) So if you take the position of guru, you have to do it. You have to instruct others. Actually, Prabhupada, one time he would, there are different occasions, I think, some incidents. Once in England, some nuns came to see him. You know these nuns, these like Christian sannyasinis meetings. So they challenged him, are you the spiritual master of this movement? So Prabhupada said, no, I am the spiritual servant of this movement. Another time in Sweden, Prabhupada was lecturing at Uppsala University. So uh, Prabhupada was describing the Varnashram system. And he was describing about the first class man, second class man, third class man, fourth class man. 
how the first class man, that means Brahmana, intellectual, spiritual leader like this. It's interesting that he chose to speak on this in Sweden, where they're very much into this idea of egalitarianism. Samyavad. So at the end of the lecture, someone stood up in a kind of challenging tone and said, So I presume you think you are the first class man. Prabhupada said, I'm the last class man because I'm the servant of everybody. So one can actually become a guru if he has that mood. Although he takes the position of master, his mood should always be that of one of a servant. And we see that Prabhupada, he would always say that whatever I'm doing, it's simply on the order of my Guru Maharaj, simply to satisfy. So if one has this mood of service, then only he can take that position of Guru by offering everything to his Guru. Just like uh, people may, that is the culture to offer respects to a Guru. But the devotee who is taking the position of a Guru should think like this, which I'll explain. So as Bhaktino Thakur explains, Jogata Vichari Kichuna Hipai Tomara Karunasha. He says that if you uh, examine how how much I am qualified, what is my qualification? You won't find any qualification. But your mercy is all that I'm made of. Often people in India, they ask, what is your qualification? So our answer is that we have no personal, as Prabhupada would say, I have no personal qualification. But I'm simply trying to execute the mission of my spiritual master. So with that attitude, one can take up the service of guiding others in Krishna consciousness. Whatever respect is offered, or donations are offered, or facilities are offered, one should simply offer that to his guru in the service of his guru. And if a guru does that, then that respect, facilities, donations, everything, it becomes digested and he nourishes it. It nourishes him also. But if he thinks, well, this respect that's due to me, or if he becomes envious of his own guru, or if he thinks, now I'm such a great personality, if he thinks, now I don't need the mercy of my guru, or now I know better than my guru. If he thinks like that, then that respect, and the, all the facilities offered, it becomes indigestible and turns to poison and pollutes his mind. Now, going back to the lecture about this Sansasar Thakur, he said that, I will not listen to the protestations of insincere people who object to my being honored in this way. All the great pseudo-intellectuals of the world and the so-called moralists, they may reject this process. But he said, I, I will not subscribe to such insincerity as this. He said that one drop of the dust from my Guru Maharaj's lotus feet, that is more valuable than all your so-called mundane knowledge. That mercy which is obtained, you have no facility to understand that. Now it may be rightly observed that, after all, who was speaking this was such a great transcendental superman, who was speaking in the utmost humility of someone who is actually on the highest platform of spiritual consciousness. He was uh, undoubtedly a unique, highly empowered Acharya. It's, it's not that every guru is on the level of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsatata in one sense. I mean, there, there have been literally thousands of gurus in our Gauriya Vaishnava Sampradaya. It's not that all are as powerful as Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsatata. 
Thakur, there's no doubt, he is a very special empowered acharya. But every devotee who serves in the same way that he does as guru is carrying the same message of Krishna. And Krishna has made this system that if we are to satisfy Krishna, first we have to satisfy his representative. As we sing every morning, Yasya Prasadat, Bhagavat Prasada, Yasya Prasada. So that is the system that Krishna has given. That's the way Krishna consciousness works. It doesn't work in any other system. We can't invent our own system. Although that has become one kind of fashion nowadays, that you just imagine that Prabhupada is directly your guru. Of course, he is your guru. All the acharyas, when we accept a guru in disciplic succession, then all the previous acharyas, they become our gurus also. But they're just like in the family, there's grandfather, great-grandfather, great-grandfather. You can't say the grandfather is, a, is the father. There's a difference also. There's a story in our Gorya Vaishnav history. I can't remember who are the persons exactly involved, but uh, this is going back some hundreds of years. That uh, one devotee, his guru was a disciple of one other very famous devotee. So he got fed up that whenever people asked, who's your guru, and then he'd say, and they kind of looked blank. And so he would, instead of explaining every time, he just used to give the name of his guru's guru as being his guru. And then people were like, oh, okay. But when I believe it was Jiva Goswami came to hear of this, he expelled him from the Vaishnava community for the offense of Mayada Langhan, of jumping over the principles of Vaishnava etiquette. I've seen in, uh, in one remote village I went to in Bangladesh. Now there's a road almost there, but in those days you had to go, in those days you had to go by chuck, 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 chuck this kind of slow boat with a small engine for about three hours and then get a rowboat because the stream was too narrow for another hour or so and then walk some distance. So it's pretty remote. So one of Bhaktisthan Sasar Thakur's disciples was living there and in that village three brothers and one sister from one family they all became interested in what he is doing every every day he's chanting and they used to go to him and ask questions. Uh, hand is really long in tunnel. <laughs> so uh, anyway he eventually initiated these three brothers and one sister and they were his only disciples. They were and are very enthusiastic devotees. So they made a small temple in that village and they gave up the two of the brothers, they didn't get married and they gave up their government jobs, which in Bangladesh, no one gives up a government job. It means you have a fixed income, which is something very valuable in a country where income is not that much incoming. And then they came in contact with uh, our ISKCON devotees and, uh, between between their efforts and the ISKCON devotees' efforts, they, I mean, I, th I think they have more than 200 people in that village initiated now, which is especially surprising because it's a fishing village. So they all had to, to change their profession, which is not so easy. Generally in Bangladesh, we find the fishing community there, even though their way of life, their means of income is uh, rather horrible, but they're very much inclined, they're very humble and they're 
very inclined to the Vaishnava cult. And I was just making the point that by speaking about the, uh, his, this guru, his name was Chakrapani Dasadikari. How he was a simple, humble Vaishnava and had a few, very few disciples. He wasn't a famous guru, but uh, by his influence, his disciples they became uh, very committed to Krishna consciousness and were able to help many others to come to Krishna consciousness. So these are a few points to be considered. Prabhupada often used to quote uh, two verses from the. Srimad Bhagavatam and Mundaka Upanishad. Tasmat Gurum Prapadyeta Jignasu Shreya Uttamam. Shabdi Pareja Nishnatam Brahmanyu Pashamashrayam. This says that therefore, having understood the temporary and miserable nature of this material world, one should surrender to a guru and inquire from him about one's topmost benefit. The qualification of a guru mentioned here is that he is um, absorbed in the Vedic, or is properly heard and is absorbed in the Vedic knowledge concerning the Supreme Personality of Godhead and has fully taken shelter of Krishna. And the other verse is from the Mundaka Upanishad. Eva Bhigachet. How does that verse begin? Tadvigyanartam Sagurum Eva Bhigachet. Samitpani Shotriyang. Brahmanishtam says more or less the same thing. That to understand that spiritual knowledge of the absolute truth, one should go to a guru carrying samit, which means wood for the sacrifice, which means that one should rendering service. And the same point, the guru should come in the parampara of uh, acharyas who have understood the Vedic literature and should be fixed in transcendental knowledge and in transcendental consciousness. So Prabhupada would often um, explain Eva Bhikanchat, that this Eva Shabda, this Eva word, this is, uh, that means that it must be done. It is compulsory for one who is serious about perfecting his human form of life. So now by the mercy of the devotees who have come here, who are just like gurus to many of you here. Guru means one who teaches. So many of you are taking regularly instruction from the brahmacharis residing here. So um, taking up this instruction you can consider how important is this Krishna consciousness that they are teaching you. And considering the importance of Krishna consciousness and the need to become Krishna conscious. And that in Krishna consciousness, if, if one is actually going to surrender to Krishna and properly advance in Krishna consciousness, then he also has to formally accept a guru. Then you should also consider the necessity of accepting a guru in the disciplic succession. So in this regard, I believe on Sunday this ceremony will be held, this what's called the Shiksha ceremony, which um, that's to recognize those who are seriously taking up this Krishna Bhakti Shiksha and to encourage those who are seriously taking up this Shiksha to progress in adopting this Shiksha in their lives. And as their faith and their Bhakti and their commitment develops, uh, 
then they may go on to accept diksha also, which is not the goal of life. The goal of life is to develop pure love of Krishna, but uh, surrendering to a guru and accepting initiation from him is the means to develop one's Krishna consciousness to that superlative standard. In our Krishna conscious movement, there are many disciples of Srila Prabhupada who are traveling and preaching in different places and accepting disciples. Of course, there may not be so many coming here. I'm coming here sometime. Jaipitaka Maharaj is coming once a year. We're hoping that Bhana Maharaj will be coming soon. And Jaipitaka Maharaj is promised to come. So you just increase your bhakti more and more, and you can attract so many senior devotees to come here. It would be nice if some of you could visit Mayapur also at the Korponima festival time when so many uh, leaders and so many devotees of the Krishna conscious movement from around the world congregate to glorify Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.